When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to A Court of Fairies and Fangirls. I'm Alex. And I'm Sarah. And this is a Sarah J. Mass fan podcast where we are obsessed with her books and can't stop thinking about them or talking about them. So we figured why not record us thinking and talking about it. We're going to break down chapters, go through each book separately, go into character analysis and any thoughts or kind of theories that we have about books, characters, plots, etc. And maybe play some fun games along the way. Exactly. So welcome and enjoy. How are you? I'm good. Did you read our new book? Did you get the book in the mail? I did get the book in the mail today. I did too. And I am... I'm I'm like on page like 700 something out of 900 something when it yeah. comes to the books pages, yeah. not the actual <laughs> book, the yeah. little, like little ebook pages. So I'm almost done. Okay, what I are, finished it. I really enjoyed it. Ooh, yeah. I'm so excited. It like reminded me of like the first Akatar where it's like yep. it's setting up for a lot that could happen. Yeah. So and it's not there's like no like intense like smutty scenes or anything mm-hmm. like that. It's like good world building. Ooh. I felt like. It's exciting. So, yeah. So it's called A Dawn of Onyx. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's, is it Kate Holden? Did I just pull that out of my head? That'd be pretty impressive if you just got that right. It, it, yeah, that is like, you are so I don't so know impressive. where that came from. <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> yeah. Kate Golden. Oh, Golden. Oh, wait. What did you say? I said Holden. Oh, you were oh, Very one close. letter off. I give you props. Okay. Yeah. A Dawn of Onyx by Kate Golden. Yes. Is the book Sarah and I have been reading. Yes. We got um, the book in the mail, and it is really fun. Yeah. No, I really liked it. I gave it five stars because I felt like it was just enjoyable. It kind of reminded me of, like, it was sort of – okay, it's nothing like the Inheritance games. Yep. But it it gave me, like, that fun, like, energetic, good vibe Mm. that the Inheritance games gives. But then it's, like, magic-y. So I really enjoyed it. I thought it was just a good read. I'm loving it. But – um. I don't know if you watched this, but it's this is like a it feels like a fever dream of my childhood. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was like some TV show movies. I don't know where there were these princesses and the areas were like based off of different like gems. Like I remember like a ruby something. Hmm. And so this book made me like think about this. Like fever dream of mine. Remember that sounds just with the names of the different locations. Vaguely familiar. I know. I keep meaning to like Google this and find what I am remembering from my childhood. Yeah. But I love a good theme. Also, like Mm -hmm. the different, uh, like you know, same thing with Akatar. How there's like all the different night court, dawn court, right? And then this one being like the different like jewels, like yeah. Is it peridot or peridot? I don't. I never know. I don't know. Both. Um, either. <laughs> I don't know. 
Um, since when do we know how to speak? That's I don't know. that's not anything new. Um, amber, pearl. onyx, pearl. But I like that she didn't do like ruby, sapphire. It was yeah, they're like, not like the obvious. Right. Ones. I like that it was a little bit more subtle. <laughs> <laughs> but I like that there's like a theme. I'm yeah. intrigued to see how this like. Yeah. The problem is going. This is the only one that's written, and I'm like, okay, you set it up that I want to know yeah. what's going to happen. And it hasn't even technically come out. No. Yet. <laughs> well, I think when this gets released, it yes. will have been out. But, so, like, Sarah and I are reading this book before it's actually been released. Right. So we have to wait even longer than everybody else <laughs> to get the so next book. Unfair. I know. Um, but it was super cool that we got an advanced copy yeah. of the book. I feel I felt like amazing. an influencer, and I have never, ever <laughs> felt like an influencer before. Right. Well, it's just fun to be, like, in this community. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, which, okay, I don't want you to spoil the end of this book for me, but is it a cliffhanger? Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, it's not, like... SJM like the chapters how it's like it's not like Empire of Storms cliffhanger no 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 I don't think it's that drastic okay no but it's it's more of a cliffhanger than Akatar was okay um but it's not it's nothing like it's not the craziest dramatic ending yeah Empire okay. of Storms type cliffhanger fair enough yes. a good happy medium yes Okay, yeah it's exciting yeah, you can breathe you can <laughs> I, I can wait a year for this to come out or yeah. however I should, I'm not soon. I don't have anxiety going into the end of this book right yes <laughs> <laughs> have you been reading anything else fun um i just read love on the brain um it's what? the Allie hazelwood <gasps> oh i we read the other one we read the, the other one the brain the chemistry love hypothesis yes that one i was not <laughs> you're right. just throwing out science I words <laughs> um i think i like love hypothesis better yeah this one was almost too many science references mm. which like i don't mind but there were so many Marie Curry references, and I was. You're like, I I'm, love you, Marie, but, but I'm I'm over you, Marie. Yeah. So I didn't enjoy it as much. That's but fair. It was still a. It was fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wait. One other question. Mm-hmm. Going back to Donna Monix. Yes. Do you say is it Mary or Marie? What have you been saying in your head for her friend? Because it's spelled M A R I. Oh, I was calling her like Mary. You said Mary. I or Mari. I was thinking, oh, Mari. I was thinking Mari, I think is what I oh. read in my head. Oh, see, I didn't read that one. I literally, every other time I would switch between Marie and Mary. And mm. I was like, my brain literally cannot decide. I feel like I went Mari because of, this is going to sound ter- terribly dumb, uh, Bachelor oh. um, or Bachelor in Paradise. I don't remember <laughs> which season I was watching, but there was a girl named Mari and oh. I think it was spelled M-A-R-I. So I was Clever. like, oh, Mari. That's where... I mean, that could be it, too. I pulled it from. I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to reach out to Kate. <laughs> yes. Get the official <laughs> official enunciation guide. Yeah, I get something like that. Um, I have not... I'm, I'm trying to think of what I have been reading right now. i just been reading, like, random things mm-hmm. in the middle of the night. So I feel like I can't actually recall to you <laughs> <laughs> how or what exactly I've been reading. It's been more eBooks recently, which has been sad. I miss holding a book in my hands. Yeah. I've actually been doing more eBooks and I very much enjoyed it because it's so thin and so light and it's so easy to take with me everywhere. I I put a Kindle on my Christmas list this year because I was like, I just need it. Yeah. That's what I got for my birthday and I love it. So, Oh, I read my first Kristen Hanna book. I don't, I don't know if she is. Okay. I feel like I see her everywhere. She's a women's, women's lit author Mm -hmm. and she has so many books and I read one called Night Road, okay. which hit me in every <laughs> field. It was part of the other book club that I do. Yeah. And I just like, this was the worst. I would, re- I want to recommend this book, mm-hmm. but I don't want to recommend reading it in the middle of the night while your newborn is <laughs> laying next to you because like, there's a lot of like, 
grief and mother trauma and children die and it just was like too much i literally was like sobbing and i was like i know you're not supposed to like sleep on me at night but like i need to hold you so (laughs) come here it was a lot but it was really good and so i'm gonna try to read some more Kristen hannah books and then i started reading some of the um author her name is tessa bailey i feel like i've heard that she's in that like romance genre she has a lot of the like cartoony type Mm -hmm. um covers oh yeah 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 um, and so I, I read love her or lose her and I'm mm-hmm. reading like tools of engagement now. That's on my list to read. Oh my <laughs> God. They're just delightful. Yeah. Although I will be honest in love her or lose her, the, like the guy in that was like very protective. Mm-hmm. And I was like, here's the thing. I love a protective guy, but we are breaching red flag territory. Yeah. So there's a little, I'm like, mm, mm, I want to enjoy. And there were certain <laughs> moments, like the sexy time in these moments. Mm-hmm. So there were moments, I keep saying moments because I'm like shocked. It was yeah. like, I was like, oh, oh, is it? Mm, mm. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was, it just was too much for even me at certain moments. And I was like, okay, all right. That's quite a feat to write that smutty. In a way that made I like cringy almost. It was a little cringy, and it made me blush. Like, I, <laughs> <laughs> I was like oh, oh, okay. Like there, there was carpet rug burns on, oh my and goodness. it was just a, it was a lot. Yeah, but it was fun. That's so, so funny. Little little warning there. Yeah. Um. Also, mm-hmm. I finished my Vampire Diaries rewatch Aww. today. It goes so quick, right? You're it like so two months. Quick. I watched the whole thing. How did that happen? Because we had newborns. Yeah. yeah. All I did was watch TV. Yep. Um. Mm-hmm. It's just all the feels. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of feels today. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, the Vampire Diaries, man. Gets Classic, me. right? So good. And I will tell you mm-hmm. for your benefit. Yes. I tried to have an open mind with Stefan mm-hmm. as I rewatched this, <laughs> like I, I did with Damon last time, and I still hate him. <laughs> <laughs> but but I. It's a little bit better. Yeah. It's a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a listener message us about how she listened to our Tamlin mini. Which, which I think is was the second. Second mini said we did. Yeah. I need to re-listen to it because I don't even know what we said. I don't either. But she said something along the lines of us being really diplomatic and like giving Tamlin grace and yeah like not I, hating on him because she's she said she listened to some other podcast and they were just like bashing him and she's like right. that's too much like I can't listen to that right but but it had me reflecting yeah because I was like Alex bashes him all the time but like do I do it in a fun way that it's I not so. it's not like a hateful it's not and I always reel it in like yeah I keep it I keep it level a little bit yeah so like hopefully it's fine <laughs> I don't know I'm a Taurus I hate a lot I'm sorry <clears throat> I try to be better that's totally fine anyway shall we yeah well I feel like I, I not announcements but it's like okay this is oh a, my god wait there's so many things yeah happening. we have like so much going on yeah so, announcement corner okay we'll do and i like that announcement corner i totally stole that from another podcast oh okay well <laughs> i don't know can i well there was another podcast that just they would have corners for everything it was like whenever they brought up something else it was like it's this corner it's this corner i kind of like that but so I don't, it's just a concept it's fine okay i was gonna say i don't want to steal somebody's. they don't have announcement corner branded so okay whatever then we're not trademarking or <laughs> stealing a trademark yeah. just don't we, we just won't put, like create any designs that's like yes corner perfect but um okay. all the things so announcement obviously we're doing crescent city it's a new season and a new series ah I know. season six yes 
Um, what? I feel like we'll touch on why we chose Crescent City in a second. We can yeah. do the other announcements first. Yes. And then. But welcome back. Yeah. Welcome back. <laughs> We've missed you. I've missed doing this so much. It's been, I think it was like, what, 10 weeks? It was something weeks. ridiculous. We built in like a maternity leave for me. Yeah. Which, thank you. Mm-hmm. But it has been sad not doing this every week. I know. We see each other all the time. And it's and then we sad haven't. to not. <laughs> it was like triggering. Like, I think I saw you. It was like a 10-day gap. Yeah. And I was like, it's been so long. I know. It really was. So I'm very happy to start doing this again. I was like, I Ditto. get to see Alex every week now. Oh, bless. Yes. Um, okay. So that's the first announcement. Um, next is... We are starting, I don't remember what it's called. It's called a Patreon membership. Patreon mem- membership, yes. Thing. So we have, so obviously you guys are an incredible community mm-hmm. and we want to continue to like grow it and give y'all things and connect with you more deeply. Mm-hmm. So we've created a Patreon with three different tiers, which are just different like levels of connection. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's, you know, the most simple tier where really the heart of that is a discord that we're creating where y'all can come in and talk to us and each other about things Akatar related and more. And there's going to be, it's going to be like the home base for a lot of other things too, but really that's the key thing at the first level. And as you go up in those levels, there's just other opportunities, whether it's live Q and A's or book club or shout outs or discounts to certain things. Like who knows? Like there's, (laughs) There's a lot of different stuff. I'm not going to like read out the whole list, but you'll check out our Patreon. Um, Mm -hmm. We'll make sure there's links everywhere on Instagram and in our bios. But also like Sarah and I spend a lot of time doing this. We put a lot of time, a lot of energy. (laughs) And so it'll just be really cool to like, get not only your like emotional support but mm-hmm. maybe a little bit of financial support mm-hmm. also to just help keep us doing this yeah um coming you know in each week and like we're planning on doing this for like years so we have like the long game in mind so yeah. we're hoping y'all will like jump in with us mm-hmm. on that yeah so lots of exciting things please go check it out yes okay so that's another one then another announcement have you seen the new logo? Rebranding time. Oh, I'm obsessed. I it's love it. Beautiful. Yes. Alex and I collaborated, worked super hard. If it's- you don't like it, don't tell us you don't like it because <laughs> we really like it and we felt super creative like, doing it. We went through like 20 different like concepts yes. until we got here and yeah. it is chef's kiss beautiful. Yes. We are super happy with it. So like I said, if you don't like it, I don't yes. care. We really don't. Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But hopefully you're seeing that everywhere. And which I guess this ties to another piece of announcement is we're trying to come up with like swag for you guys to like, so you can show off that you love this podcast and maybe you can like see each other in the wild. Yes. Um, I don't know, but we're in the process of kind of like making an Etsy shop. So a little bit TBD on that. Hopefully in the next month or so it will be officially official. Yeah. But we're thinking stickers, I don't know, maybe a couple of other things. And then we'll continue to expand with like inside jokes and Mm -hmm. all that good stuff. So if you guys have thoughts or ideas on that, DM us. We'd love to hear more, especially like be as specific as possible. Like just telling us like shirts are lovely, but Mm -hmm. like I want to know what you want on a shirt. Right. Do you want like our new logo on the shirt or do you want like our inside jokes on the shirt? What do do you you want? Do you want a bookmark? Mm. Is there a certain, do you have a drawing that you'd love to like have on a bookmark and collaborate with us? I don't know. Yeah. You and ours? That could be cool. cool. Yeah. I don't know. But anyway. We want to keep connecting with you guys. These are just all the different ways we're trying to do it. Mm -hmm. We hope you're plugging in and enjoying it. 
Um, okay, and then I feel like that's all of our announcements, right? Because then I was going to touch on why we picked Crescent so. City. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so Crescent City. Obviously, everybody voted. And, like, I was blown away at the amount of people that voted. So, like, so thank many. you so much. Thank <laughs> you, thank you, thank you. Um, well, that just shows how many people are invested and want to keep coming back. And that just, like, warms my heart. I know. It was so nice to see. Yeah. Um, and I know, like, I was talking to my sister about it, and she's like, well, obviously Throne of Glass won because I saw all the comments. And I was like, well, you didn't see all, like, the poll numbers that we got, all the DMs that we got. Like, I know. Alex and I talking about everything. Like, And, like, so, a lot of you gave us, like, great reasoning behind right. why you made your selections, too, which mm-hmm. was, like, very insightful for yes. us as well. So we did it, – it honestly was very close to 50-50, yeah. like, after counting all the different votes um, that people sent in. So that was a big factor. Um, and then another big factor was the fact that there's two books for mm-hmm. Crescent City and it's not finished. So the way this year will go, we will probably be finishing the second book by the end of this year. Honestly, even and, a little bit before that. Right. But with like our breaks in between and then the break at the end of the year, we're th- the new Crescent City book is supposed to come out in 2023. In theory. So in theory... We should be able to pick that book up as soon as we finished yep. these two. So it kind of continues on. And then after that... Kick off Throne of Glass. Kick off Throne of Glass. So it kind of made sense timing-wise to do Crescent City. And yep. it ties into Akatar because who knows the next book might be Akatar after that. So right. we kind of felt like it made sense. Timing-wise. Timing-wise to go that way. We will see our girl Aelin again one day. I know. And I think the <laughs> other factor was there's a lot of people that... They say they don't like Crescent City. They can't get into Crescent City. Yeah. They won't read Crescent City. And so we thought, like, maybe by doing the podcast along with us, like, reading it with us and kind of us explaining it, it might be a better opportunity for people to get into Crescent City. Yeah. So I love this book. I'm obsessed with this book. Like, <laughs> I love Crescent City so much. So um, we really hope that you guys can kind of get on board yep. if it wasn't your first pick um, and just, you know, join us for the journey. Yeah. In the same way, Sarah and I plugged in with Nesta mm-hmm. and we did it <laughs> and we learned and we grew. If you are a Crescent City hater, we hope you can do the same. Yeah. <laughs> Good analogy. <laughs> but there's just, it's, this book is so complex mm-hmm. and there's so many connections. Yep. To so many, it's just, it's going to be so fun. Yeah. It's going to be so, we're going to have to put on our theory caps. Yes. Woo. And I feel like thinking caps too. Like Akatar, I don't want to say it's an easy read, but it's an yeah. easy read because the world building in it is so simple. It's yeah. like you've got humans and fairies. Yep. And there's a wall that divides them. Once you cross the wall, fairyland. Yep. Once you cross the wall back, human land. And like, then here's a pretty little map and you're done. Right. That's literally <laughs> it. The, the Crescent City world building is so much crazy. It is, there's so much going on. Yep. So. And that's why our mini this week, we're going to try to dive into that. Right. A little bit more. Yeah. And I don't know, I, I don't even know if it's going to be spoiler related. I feel like it's going to be more just focusing on like kind of helping to explain yep. the worlds and the different like groups of people. So definitely check that out and we'll like give you little warnings if there's going to be spoilers yeah. in it. We don't know yet. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of. That's the wrap. That's the wrap. And then, oh, this season is going to be 17 episodes. Okay. So we'll be here for a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, but Crescent City is a wild roller coaster. Mm-hmm. And this first episode is going to be a little, like, a bit of a setup. Yes. And then, whoop. Dive in. It's going to get wild. Yes. So... <laughs> 
Okay, so this week we're doing chapters one through four, a bit of a lengthy read this week, mm-hmm. um, and we're calling this episode Welcome to Lunathian, mm. which we think is how you say it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, chapter one. Yes. I have a summary. Um, we meet Bryce and Danica learning about what's happening in Lunathian. Um, okay, wow. So there is like so much world building in this chapter. So much I, world building. I honestly, I, I think when I read it the first time, so this is this is my third time reading this book because I reread it yep. before the second one came out. Yep. So the first time I read it, I was so confused after like yeah. the first two chapters. I literally stopped and reread them because mm. I was like, there's so many names, there's so many like categories, yep. divisions, land, groupings. I was like, I don't know what I just read. Yeah. So I can understand why people are like, I can't get into this. Like, yeah, it's two a lot. chapters of like all these names and people and groups. And you're like, yeah. I don't want to deal with this. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to try to sort it in my head. So mm-hmm. I get why people say that. Well, and also I think that's a you personality thing. My personality with this was just like, I'll figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like as we go, oh, it'll yeah. keep getting brought up. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, so let me so hang so hang in there. Uh, yeah, We're, we'll we'll get it. Um, but I definitely think like looking at the map, having a map for this book, I think helps a lot more than Akatar did. Yeah, because Akatar is very easy to understand with the seven, you know, yep areas. But this is there's so many different like groups and worlds and stuff. So mm-hmm. I really feel like the map's a great reference. Agreed. Um, and I my guess is Bryce and Danica are going to be our main characters. Yes. So, but you just never know with SJM. Like I was like <laughs> reading this and I was just like so doubtful of everything. I was like, can I trust that these are going to be the characters? Like, are you just uh-huh. like joking me? And then I'm going to meet new characters in the next right. chapter. Like, what do you got in store for What's me? What's happening? Mm-hmm. But I love how this is like modern. I know it's so bizarre. Like, right. Cause most in my head, fantasy it always takes place in like medieval times right and there's well there's <laughs> never i don't think i've ever read a fancy fantasy book that it, especially with like fae and everything yep. like that that references so much technology i was yep. like they have cell phones yep it's so weird to me <laughs> but like it's cool the way i yeah. like to describe this book and like we'll keep referencing this as we mm-hmm. go but like it's like zootopia yes it's the perfect reference it like that that's what this is mm-hmm. and i think i read in like an article that like sjm saw zootopia and it mm-hmm. like it did kind of inspire her and i'm like yes you're like i knew it nailed it <laughs> anywho okay so we dive in mm-hmm. and there was a wolf at the gallery door mm. um what are the first things you're noticing um I guess so we meet Bryce who's our leading lady and she's half fae so great Mm -hmm. hearing um and she hears this wolf at the door um and I'm wondering is it like Tamlin like wolf or is it like what kind of wolf is this kind of wolf you know what are we doing um we kind of learn that she works at Griffin Antiquities and this place seems pretty secure but um I guess that like makes sense if it's a museum or gallery or whatever um let's see we meet Lahaba who is a fire sprite and she works down the archive below which when I read like this little fire sprite in my head I picture those little trolls dolls do you know (laughs) what I'm talking about with like the poofy hair yes that's exactly what I picture Lahaba looking like oh my gosh have you seen Lahaba fan art no oh my god is it am I totally off a little bit life. but it's it's so much fun <laughs> like it is this like gorgeous voluptuous she looks like a gorgeous voluptuous naked woman on fire what like that is it's not not what i had in mind at all <laughs> i know it's not but it's that's why i said it's very different but um it is 
I think it's so cute. Okay, well, this one, this is like cartoony, but like. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah. It's trollsy-ish. Trollsy-ish. That, that <laughs> one is trollsy-ish. Here's like, it's very tiny, but she's oh, well. like, anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, so we meet Lahaba, mm-hmm. who is like chilling in the basement basically and doesn't seem like she likes danica who is the wolf right so werewolf vibes i'm guessing like she can switch back and forth but it doesn't seem like she's i feel like she can shift whenever she wants to right the way that it's coming across that is the vibe Mm -hmm. so so we have bryce we have lahaba and we have danica yes so many people already i know it's two pages (laughs) Um, um and we meet just well we don't really meet but jessiba do you call her jessiba or jessiba Jessica. Jessica. Is what Audible said. Okay. I go with Audible. <laughs> Jessica Roga. So she's a 400 year old enchantress who's been born a witch and defected. Mm-hmm. Um, she joined the House of Flame and Shadow and now answered only to the Underking himself. Mm. Flame and Shadow suited her well. She possessed an arsenal of spells to rival any sorcerer or necromancer in the darkest of houses. She'd been known to change people into animals when irritated enough. Which is hilarious. I know. I love that it gets referenced so many times. Um, yes. But I was like, okay, so in just explaining who Jess- Jessiba is, we learn that there's something called like a house of flame and shadow. Yes. Who's the under king? Like necromancers and sorcerers. Like there's, I feel like there's so many like. Things. Things in this. Yes. Um, And we'll kind of, we'll talk about the houses. I feel like maybe like, do we want to talk about it at the end? Like the. Let's just like real quick. So apparently there are four houses mm-hmm. within Midgard, which is like the it's the world, the world that they live on. Mm-hmm. There's the House of Earth and Blood, which are like shifters, humans, basic witches, ordinary animals. House of Sky and Breath, which are like angels, fae, elementals, sprites. Um, the House of Many Waters, which is like river spirits, uh, mare, water beasts, nymphs, kelpies, etc. And the House of Flame and Shadow, which are like uh, Demonaki, Reapers, Wraiths, Vampires, Dragons, Necromancers. So, like, they kind of break into these four houses, which to me are like normal Earth people, mm-hmm. people who fly, people in the water, and yeah. like dark demons. Yeah. people. <laughs> so, that's kind of how they like break up the world. Right. Um, and I guess Jacebo left the witches and went to the dark demons of the world, which I didn't know you could switch houses. No, didn't apparently because I felt like you, there were categories. Mm-hmm. You just fit a category, but apparently not. Nope. Um, and she kind of runs the Griffin Antiquities, and yep. Bryce works for her. Yes. Which speaking of Bryce, I love her look. Mm-hmm. The red hair, yep. curvy, like slutty, slutty. <laughs> Um, we learned that she loves to dance, which yep. also is a vibe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I like Bryce is a fun. I can already tell she's a fun. Yeah, character. I like her. I definitely like her. And actually, even more fun characters, Danica. Yes, this attitude is cracking me up. Mm-hmm. And then again, I also love her look. She has that silvery, silvery blonde hair, and there's like streaks of different like colors in yeah. it. She just they they seem like such a fun like. They just seem like the cool girls that everybody wants to be. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> basically, basically, That's exactly yes. Exactly it. Um, okay, so another word throw out there, veneer. So it's yep. the group of um that covered every being on Midgard aside from humans and ordinary ordinary animals. So basically anybody that's has magic in the magical realm. Yep. 
Um, and Danica is a full-blooded veneer, unlike Bryce, who's half-blooded. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, super quick recovery times uh, because we learned that they both got tattoos. Yeah. Um, which is super fun. Um, oh, I love a best friend tattoo. I know. Um, like, what What did you get? What did you get? I want to know. But, like, Bryce's back hurts because of it. So Tell us. I know. Um, and then Danica, we learn a little bit more about her. She's part of a group called the Pack of Devils. Mm-hmm. And which um, sounds very intimidating. Yes. It, it like <laughs> reminded me of like cops because they talk about like they're on patrol like around the yep. city and stuff. So I was like, maybe like a police force ish yeah. kind of thing. Um, and Danica's grandfather, he's the prime of the Valbaran wolves. Um, mm-hmm. And Again, in my head, I'm like, what do these wolves look like? Are we thinking, like, werewolves? Are we thinking, like, Tamlin wolf? Yeah. Granted, I don't know what Tamlin wolf even looks like. But, um, yeah, I'm just, like, curious what they look like. But I picture, like, dire wolves, like, from Game of Thrones. Ooh, okay. Where it's, like, it looks like a wolf, but it's yeah. a bigger wolf. I I see that. Yeah. I like that. Okay. Um, yeah, so her da- her grandfather is, like, in charge of all the wolves mm-hmm. because he's the prime. And then her mom is the alpha of the Scythe Moon pack. Um, and then Danica is kind of, like, next in line mm-hmm. to rule. So, But Danica's grandfather mm-hmm. likes her more yes. than her mother. And that makes her mother, Sabine, very angry. Yeah, she gave – or he gave Danica the family heirloom, which is, like, this sword that Danica wears everywhere. And it totally pisses Sabine off. Which, like, hilarious. I know. Um, <laughs> so I feel like that's a good, like, background on them at the moment. Yeah. Because then we get to kind of what's happening within Lunathian. Yes. And that is that someone named Philip Briggs mm-hmm. is going to be released, that there are rebellions and wars happening. And he's a human. Yes. Um, and there's there's apparently this major feud between the humans and the veneer. Um and Philip Briggs kind of led, I don't know if he led an assault, but he was in charge of like, he basically like a bomber, blew, right? Basically. He blew up buildings and then he was going to blow up this super popular club, mm-hmm. a veneer club and got caught by Danica and her pack of wolves yep. and was arrested, sent to jail, prison, whatever. But then he's getting out on like a clerical error Which or is something so annoying that's so frustrating how like that happens in the real world why is that happening in my fantasy i book? know right <laughs> <laughs> um but apparently basically this war is like humans have been oppressed and have been slaves and so the human or humans have been rising up mm-hmm. and trying to overthrow the veneers which i'm like good luck yeah i'm like <laughs> you have no power <laughs> I don't see this ending well for I you. I do not. But Danica is very stressed about Philip Briggs getting out because obviously she cares about the safety of the city. Mm-hmm. And her pack was the one that put him away. Right. She wants him to stay. Right. Obviously, you'd be pissed if you did all this work, got this guy arrested, and then exactly. he's just freed. Um, let's see. So she's basically she's getting cleaned up um, to head to a meeting. And this is where we get a little bit of a breakdown of the different areas of Lunathian yeah. and the different people who lead it. Mm-hmm. So you have um, so the different parts of the city. There's Moonwood, where the prime of wolves is in control. Mm-hmm. There's um, Five Roses, where the Fey Autumn King is in control. There's the Bone Quarter, where the Under King is in control. There's the Meat Market, where the Viper Queen is in control. There's the Old Square, where the Oracle is in control. And then there is the River Queen as well, um, who is over the river and the waters, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you have all these different heads that are going to come together to discuss Philip Briggs. 
and the humans they live in asphodel meadows but they mm-hmm. don't get ahead they have no seat at the table which is part of the reason why there's this huge rebellion because yep. they want a seat at the table which on a side note connection um i read a touch of oh my god what's the first one called it's like the Hades and persephone like, i haven't read it whatever it is mm-hmm. um within that in hell mm-hmm. the underworld there's a place called asphodel meadows oh really yeah so i'm i wonder if there's like a if it's like a, a mythological thing or something yeah like is there a reason sjm selected that <clears throat> asphodel meadows yeah it's a section of the ancient greek underworld underworld where ordinary souls are sent to live after death oh interesting it's interesting that that's where the humans would live why is yeah interesting i don't know mm. maybe she just liked the name yeah but like it's not just like in asphodel right it's in asphodel meadows yeah i don't know which is a greek thing Maybe that'll tie in like later. But it is. So it, it just says it's a section of the underworld where indifferent or ordinary souls who lived a life of neither good or evil are sent to live after death. I wonder mm. if it was like ironically named. Yeah. Because it's like <laughs> these people that don't do anything. Yeah. Um, Anyhow. So those were the areas. And then we learn about a guy named Micah who is head mm-hmm. of the central business district. And he rules over all of them. He's yes. an archangel. Um, and he answers only to the six Asteri of the Eternal City, which is the capital. Um, mm-hmm. And the Asteri are kind of who's in charge of the whole world. Yeah. So, like, government-wise, it's like you have the Asteri at the top, mm-hmm. and then you have these archangels, like, in these different areas, almost as, like, the main leaders. Right. And then you have the heads in that actual area. So it's yeah. kind of the flow mm-hmm. because the other area that we kind of learn about is called pangera mm-hmm. Pan- pangera yeah pangera yeah i say pangera. Um, and that's where the mostly human uprising has been happening mm-hmm. like there's been a war over there for like 40 years yeah and it hasn't yet spread to lunathian yeah so we're hoping it doesn't right well i also just am wondering like is it like lunathian over there like do they mm. have this kind of like mesh of all these different types of i don't know that's a good question creatures or Mm -hmm. is it like i don't know yeah um okay and then oh one other thing i just want to throw out here is apparently there's a casual like 30 pound chimera (laughs) searings hanging out cuddling bryce treats it like a cat i feel Um, like i love that i know um and let's see anything else you want to notice i do like how the chapter ends with oh yeah jaceba calling bryce to tell her that she's going to turn danica into a lizard if she keeps using the closet as her personal locker yeah jessica seems like funny like she like she's like i want you to be afraid of me right but like also i kind of like you so like i'm not really gonna do it but like she gives off that vibe i also might yeah be scared (laughs) of my threat but i won't (laughs) just because yes um, because I feel like we kind of skipped that whole part. So Danica comes in. Oh, yeah. We and- didn't actually talk about like what happened in this chapter. Just like trying to give you context. There's just so much information. There is. But basically Danica comes in. She's covered in like this weird slime stuff because I guess she broke up a fight between, you know, different creatures. Yep. Um, And she decides to use the Griffin Antiquities is basically like her stop because it's kind of like really centrally located. Yeah. So she goes there all the time to drop off her stuff, shower, do whatever. Um, and that's why she's there. So yes. she's getting cleaned up before this meeting that she's going to have with the seven heads of the different areas. Mm-hmm. And then um, I'll just like I know we mentioned this earlier, but like 
Lahaba doesn't like her, and I don't know why. Yeah. But maybe she's jealous. Maybe she likes Bryce, and she's jealous that Bryce likes Danica better. I don't know. Maybe. That's just a... I don't know. Maybe. But that was weirdly a lot in Chapter 1 with not much actually happening. Right. That's, that's <laughs> why I, I can understand why people get overwhelmed by the amount of information yep. thrown at you when nothing happens. Like, you're yep. not actually building anything right now. Right. Guys, don't take notes. Mm-hmm. Just, like as we said, write it out. Right. We'll keep reminding you of things. It'll mm-hmm. be okay. My friend, Anne, if you're listening, I love you. Um, <laughs> she literally told me that she's super behind on our podcast. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, have you just been like really busy? And she was like, no, like I was wanting to do reading and like taking a bunch of notes and do stuff and then listen and then like in my head collaborate with you. <laughs> and I was like, Anne. That's what we're doing that for you. Right. You don't have to take notes. You don't have to take notes. (laughs) Like we're doing it for you, Anne. And she's like, oh, I guess, I guess you're right. (laughs) Enjoy yourself. Yeah. This is what Sarah and I are doing the hard work for you. That's funny. It just made me laugh. Yeah. Anywho, I hope she's actually listening again and not taking notes. Mm -hmm. Although if you want to take notes, it's fine. But anywho, have fun. Yes. That's the moral of the story. Chapter two. Chapter two. Um, Bryce and Danica take a walk through the city where we learn so much more. Yes. It just keeps going. I was going to say, not so much world building this chapter as starting to learn more about the people of the world. Yes. Um, and some of the conflicts that seem to be there. So mm-hmm. the fact that humans are treated badly and get no representation seems extremely unfair in this weird like Zootopia world. Yep. Um, but I think it is cool how Danica being so powerful doesn't stop Bryce from loving her or making her like a jealous friend. Yeah. So I feel like she's truly 100% behind this person. Yeah. And I like when authors don't make girls out to hate each other like secretly like hate each other or be like judgy about it or have whatever weird grudges right so i like that they just genuinely seem to love each other completely yep so i love that i I do love that (laughs) um something i noticed first on the page so they start walking and danica is danica is dressed Mm -mm. but then she shifts into a wolf and it's like where do your clothes go where where do the clothes go i don't know like, that's something that I've always, like, wondered. And, like, in Vampire Diaries, they become naked. Right. Uh, in every werewolf movie, they become naked. I thought so. But, like, some sometimes I guess they don't. Like, I just never know when people, when, like, when people that look like humans shift into things that don't look like humans. Mm-hmm. I'm like, but the clothes. Right. Where did they go? Like, where are Apparently, your shoes? She, like, her clothes are fine. Yeah. So that is something to note mm-hmm. about shifters in yeah. this world. <laughs> Very important to note. Very important to note. Um, and I think that's why she's able to switch back and forth yeah, so easily. That makes sense. Um, we learn about some relic called the Horn of Luna that mm-hmm. was apparently stolen during a citywide blackout last week. Um, and it's a fey relic. Mm-hmm. So Jessica has Bryce hunting for this relic, which I kind of think sounds like a joke since she doesn't really seem like a detective. I'm like, yeah. she's the receptionist at an antique store <laughs> slash museum store. Like... I don't really see her finding this relic that right. is lost in the whole city. Yeah. It's like, why Why would you ask her? Right. It doesn't really make sense to me. But I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah. Um, and then, okay, this like blew my mind um, yep. because Bryce is kind of talking about how, you know, if they find whoever stole this horn, Micah is going to take out uh, what he calls brought to justice on this person, which is a public crucifixion. What? What? I was like, um, where, what century are we in? How are we the super modern world? And yet we're doing public crucifixions. Crazy. Crazy. Insane. Yeah. So I just needed to call that out. <laughs> yeah. I, I was like, mm? that's ugh, it's gross. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> we learned Bryce's hometown. Oh, yeah. 
Nidaros? Nidaros? I don't know. I don't know. All these words are like questionable in pronunciation, so <laughs> don't judge. Should have listened to that. Go listen to the audiobook if you want good pronunciation. Yeah, though. I'm going to call it whatever I want. <laughs> um, and then we learn about the 33rd like legion. Yep. Um, it's basically made up of angels, and it's Micah's personal army, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, there's somebody called the Umbra Mortis, which is Micah's um, personal um, assassin with the rare gift of lightning in his veins who could eliminate almost any threat. I was like, that is an interesting gift. Yeah. Um. So we learn about how um Bryce and Danica met each other. They were roomies yes. at CCU, which is Crescent City University. And Sabine hates her because she's half fae. Mm-hmm. She wanted someone better for her daughter to live with, of course. But obviously, that's probably helps Danica love her even more. Yes. Um, because it pisses her mom off more. Mm-hmm. Um, we learned about the drop a little bit. Yeah, I was like the drop into immortality. Kind of yeah. like what question mark? I know we find out a little bit more about it later. Later, the next but they chapter. start referencing the drop mm-hmm. and Bryce's half brother. Yeah, which do they say? They say his name at some point. Yeah, they say his name there. So he's Rune. He's fully Fey, and his name is Rune. Um, and apparently he's going to be at the meeting with Danica. So she like, there's obviously bad blood between them because Danica warns Bryce that yes. Rune's going to be there, even though. Even though Bryce isn't going, I'm like, why does it matter if she's not going to be there? Like, because he might ask about her. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but Bryce does not like her brother. No, which we don't know why, but I'm sure we will find out. Exactly. Um, we do kind of, they do make a little random reference to the Asteri who they run the world. Yep. Um, all six of them, but they reference that there's like an empty chair because they walk by mm. a poster and there's an empty chair next to the six Asteri because um, they have a fallen sister. Which is we what don't she know says. much else. No, I'm like, is she dead? Is she lost? Like, what does yeah. fallen mean? Um, and yeah, so we kind of learn a little bit about that. Um, let's see. Um, sh- okay, we learned that Bryce has an Arkesian amulet, mm-hmm. which is basically a necklace that protects herself. Yep. Um, since she is half human and therefore more at risk. Yeah. Yeah, because it protects against, like, magical objects and influence. Yep. So, and working for Jessica, who gave it to her. Mm-hmm. Apparently, these are, like, super rare, expensive. Um, Jessica gave it to her. She said it's, like, a hazmat suit in a necklace. Which, so. Cool. Yep. And I guess, I mean, if you're dealing, like, I'm thinking, like, super bougie museum kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, if you're dealing with stuff like that, it's, like, obviously, you don't want somebody to influence your receptionist into, like, giving you the items right. for free. Or have some random item in the museum, like, hurt your receptionist. <laughs> right. So, I totally understand her giving yeah. her this necklace. But which, it's nice that she has it. Right. But it also makes me think, again, Jessica likes Bryce. She's just, yeah. like, trying to threaten her. Exactly. Um. Let's see. Oh, we meet Ember. Yes, Ember Quinlan. So, obviously, Bryce's last name is Quinlan. Yep. Um. Who is Bryce's mom. Strong mom energy. Love this mom <laughs> energy so far. Um. So, Bryce and Danica are outside, and Bryce is saying that she wants to go investigate Luna's horn's disappearance. So, she's mm-hmm. going to head over to this temple, Um. and Danica's going to go to this meeting, and that's yep. when her mom calls. Um. And she is... Okay, she has the best relationship with Danica. I love that Danica calls her mom. Like, that yeah, is yeah. so, so cute. It's sweet. Um, and then her, her stepfather, we don't really know who Bryce's father is, but her stepfather, his name is Randall. Mm-hmm. Um, which whenever I hear the name Randall, yeah, I think about the character from Monsters, Inc. Aww. And that's not, no, it's not the nice character from I know, Monsters, Monsters, Inc. Inc. I love Monsters, Inc. <laughs> but I think of that little purple monster. Yeah. Which obviously Randall's not, but that's just immediately where my brain went. I always think of Outlander. 
Blackjack Randall. Oh. Yeah, I know. Ooh, Terrible. That's even Cringy. Worse. He's the worst. He's the worst. This Randall is great. I know. Yes. I love this Randall. This Randall is amazing. Like he basically he's Bryce's dad. She called yeah. him dad. He taught her to like take care of herself, defend herself, taught her to shoot guns. Like yep. he wanted her to be fully able to protect herself because she wasn't, you know, full veneer. Mm-hmm. So love this guy. So true. Um, and they wanted to come visit them, mm-hmm. but Bryce and Danica are kind of lying yeah. about being available because with Philip Briggs potentially being released, they're worried about their safety because they're human. Right. And so they're kind of pushing them off. Yeah. And Danica does a very good job of like lying and saying yeah. that they're, you know, going out of town for a Sunball game, which but is like, like, you can't fool mom. No. But also like <laughs> Sunball is the sport, it seems like. Right. Um, which. Okay. At one point, mm-hmm. this isn't a swap, but at one point they reference Sunball and they say goal. Mm-hmm. But for some reason with Sunball, I was picturing baseball. Were you? Yeah. I, my brain has always pictured baseball. I've always pictured something like handball. I don't know if you've ever seen that. Ooh, it's okay. like, it's almost like you have, it's not a dodgeball, but it's more like a squishier ball, but it okay. feels like a freaking pain if you get hit with the ball. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's kind of like soccer in your hands. Okay. Almost so it's like small nets, so you do get gold. But that's what I've always pictured because I I can't create a sport in my brain, right? So I'm not J.K. Yeah, Rowling. nothing comes from new in my head. No, so <laughs> um, that's kind of what I always pictured. But okay. basically, the pack of devils, um, mm-hmm. the guy named Connor, who's like Danica's second, his younger brother Ethan plays for the Crescent City Sunball team, and he's a star player. Star player. So they are lying and saying that they're going to go watch Ethan play. Yep. And she dodges her mother on the phone. Mm-hmm. They keep walking. Yep. And we come across the idea of gates throughout yes. the city. So we're in the old square, which is kind of like central of the city. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're at what's called the heart gate. And yes. it's one of seven massive gates, like 20 feet tall um, gates located throughout the city. Um, people kind of walk by them and make a wish. Um, but you basically you give a drop of your magic to it. And you can, like, speak into it, and it's, like, linked through the ley lines of the mm-hmm. city. And your voice comes out in one of these other seven gates, which, like, is super cool. It reminds me of, like, when you go to the park, and it's, like, those telephone yes. things that you can, like, say on one side, and you can hear it on the other. Exactly. Um, but, yeah. And above the gates, it says, the power shall always belong to those who give their lives to the city. Which, like, it's – I like that phrase. Well, yeah, but also it, like, could could be a little threatening in a way. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, but I did think it was really funny. They had to enforce um, hours of operation for the gates because yes. all these idiots would come at like 2, 3 in the morning and start yelling through the gates, which would go through all throughout the city. Which and would just, so happen. People are such idiots, man. The wor- and this is a college town, too. Of so. course. So, yeah, you've got the 2 a.m. drunks, like, yep. which Danica and uh, Bryce definitely are those people, as we've <laughs> yes. learned from the way they talk. Like, they're doing oh mirth root, which I'm guessing is i don't know if it's like weed because i feel like they're way more like hyped up on it yeah so some kind of drug some kind of drug yeah so but, but so they're going to this gate and like everyone is like in sh- like an awe of danica yes she is very clearly like the boss bitch of the city yes and people know her because they have tv too so it's like people yes. see her okay so we learn a little bit more about the drop mm-hmm. which basically the veneer have immortality mm-hmm. but they have to like go through a process to like they have to go through a process to like really get the human or the immortality to get the immortality right so it's like i'm guessing that means like they can be 
killed or they're not like they age we get that they age up until they do the drop right and then they become like whatever age they choose is kind of what they look like because bryce and danica want to do it when they're 27 because they feel like that's the perfect (laughs) age because they won't be gray they won't have lines and like they're in their was a good age 27 is a great age (laughs) i i understand that um but they there's they also mentioned something about like they have to have an anchor Mm -hmm. um because i guess you basically die because they're talking about how like you like like, you like go into yourself almost and it's like you have to reach the bottom and then like come back up before your brain loses oxygen i was like what what this sounds dangerous very dangerous um okay so you have to have somebody like anchoring you so that you can come back up to them Mm -hmm. um but then once you do you have your power and you're immortal yep um yes so i'm sure they still age it's just like very slowly right but I'm sure we will get to the drop at some point in the book. Yes. Um, and then, oh, speaking of that, it when they do the drop, they get like a reading on how much power mm-hmm. someone has. Yeah. And apparently Danica is like set to like. Be off the charts. Yes. Yep. And so then Bryce, she said she'll barely be able to do any party tricks with how little power she's going to well, get. We'll see. It's something. That is something. Yep. The whole immortality thing is pretty nice, though. Mm-hmm. So. Um, and then I think kind of the last thing we learn about in this chapter is Bryce and Danica have two other girlfriends, um, yes. Fury, Fury, who she's already made the job. She made it like 21, we think. Mm-hmm. Um, and she might be an assassin that works for the Asteri. I was like, <laughs> um, okay. How like, that's you, quite a friend to have. How'd you get this friend? Um, and then their other friend is Juniper. Yes. So. Who's a fawn mm-hmm. and is a dancer. Yes. Which is confusing to me. I agree. But I am picturing Zootopia where there are like actual like. Yes, but like, like if someone was giving Bryce shit about not having the right body for dancing. Right. But a fawn? And I'm also like, okay. but if she aren't fawns shifters, like I was like, are you just always an animal? Or I was picturing someone whose lower half was like a deer. Mm, okay. I was picturing... Or, like, they were, like, deer humanoid-like. I don't know. I was picturing, like, a deer deer. Like, full, like how like, how Danica's a wolf. Like, I was picturing her as a fauna. I was like, well, why wouldn't you just shift to your human form? Right. But maybe she's not a shifter. Maybe it's probably more like what you're saying, like, half fawn, um, like, half deer. Yeah. Humanoid type thing. I don't know. I don't know. I'm looking at fan art because I'm curious. Other people have her looking like a person. Interesting. But with, um like little horns coming out of her hair okay so yeah i think more what you're saying like this like kind of hybrid between yeah, some kind of like humanoid deer thing yeah with like a couple of deer like characteristics is mm-hmm. what it looks like but mostly looking human yeah interesting um oh i guess just the last thing that i noticed mm-hmm. was um bryce you know tells her as she's bryce tells danica she's leaving like be careful Mm -hmm. um and danica gives a snarky remark but it says love shown in her eyes gratitude that crushed bryce's heart merely for the fact that someone cared whether she lived or died and so it's like you just keep getting these hints about how sabine danica's Mm -hmm. mother is such a piece of shit yeah and you're like why your daughter sounds like she does a lot of great work Mm -hmm. and maybe she's a little snarky but like why do you hate her so much i don't know so i don't know or like get like okay so your dad likes her get over yourself right i don't know anywho chapter three 
Chapter three. Okay. Um, Bryce returns home to find the pack of devils and gets ready for a date. I like the pack of devils. They're hilarious. They like it seems like the best group of friends. It's basically family. Like honestly, it reminds yeah. me of the cast of Friends. Yeah. Just like the the snarky comments, the judgy but like loving. Yeah. I was I was loving this. Um, and I feel like we are definitely getting the setup for something to happen with Bryce and Connor. I love it. Loving it. Um, yeah, so we start, Bryce gets back to her apartment to find the pack of devils, which there's mm-hmm. six of them. Um, and she and Ethan are unofficial members of this pack, basically. Yep. So Ethan was the one who was the star player at the game. Yep. But he is not there right now because mm-hmm. this is like the pack of devils, like night off where they like mm-hmm. hang and bond and do all of that. Yep. And so the first person Bryce sees is Connor when she mm-hmm. walks in the door. Which is Ethan's older brother. And Danica's second. Yes. Um, and let's see. What are you noticing? It's just like a fun little group hanging out. Right. Um, yeah, they're just like watching TV. It's their night off. They're just bonding. And basically the pack of like the shifters are a required one night off a week kind mm-hmm. of thing so that they can bond and just like not work themselves to death, which is good. Yeah. Um, but we kind of learned that. Um, so specifically predator born shifters. So I'm not sure what animal range we get through with mm-hmm. all these different Zootopia worlds. But um, the predator born shifters are destined to certain ox packs before they're even born, which like kind of sucks. Like I'm like, you don't want to be like a police patrol. Yeah. Basically, you're kind of forced into it. So um, and the ox is like their police. Right. Mm hmm. So, um, so Bryce comes home and obviously she wants to know how's Danica, mm-hmm. like what happened. Um, and so we find out that, um, Brig- or we Phillip. find out that Briggs mm-hmm. was released. Yes. Which is unfortunate. It's very unfortunate. Um, and we also learn, which is kind of random that two CCU students were killed the night of the blackout by Luna's tumble. Yeah. Um, and Sabine is basically blaming Danica since she was on watch that night in that area, which I mean, like, okay, I'm sorry, like a blackout. Do people go nuts? there's looters everywhere. Exactly. There's craziness. You, you literally can't see everything and protect people like that right. in a blackout. So I feel like that's very unfair of her to blame Danica. Well, but she's obviously gonna look for any opportunity to go after her. Right. Um. So Danica's eating her feelings in the kitchen. Yes. Based off of all of this, she's a lot, a lot pizza. of eating. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think is funny that it's like she's in there eating the pizza. And all the other wolves are just waiting for her to say it's okay for them to eat. Yeah. And I'm just, I don't know why, but that just, like, made me laugh. There's, like, a – like, we know that they're wolves. We know there's a pack order. We know that she's, like, the leader of this right. pack. But – To actually have to sit there and wait for yeah. Danica to be like, okay, you can eat. It reminds me of, like, I don't know, things where it's, like, the king, like, sits down and eats. Right. And he's like, okay, now you can eat. And mm-hmm. you're like, what? It's yeah. my turn now. Um, we learn that the prime, the like, so Danica's grandfather, he's basically like 400 years old. Um, everybody thinks he's going to die in the next year or two. Um, and we learn that when you die, you get sailed across the Eastros, which is the river, mm-hmm. um, to the bone quarter. But basically if the boat tips over during the final rite, then the soul is deemed unworthy to enter. Um, which I thought was like a really interesting kind of ceremony, I guess yeah. that they do. I'm like. What if it's just like the tide? You know what I mean? I'm like, what are the, are they that superstitious almost? Like, I I think it's kind of interesting. Or is it one of those things where it's just like this perfectly flat river stretch where it's like, there are no waves. Like if the boat does tipped over, like clearly like something. There's like a whole like kingdom under this water. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I'm like, they could come to the surface and like pull the boat down. Like who's to say? So I thought that was like an interesting kind of tradition, not true. Like, yeah. 
It feels medieval in a very high-tech world. Right, yeah. I thought it was an interesting thing. Mm. Uh, but now we get to the fun part. Bryce is dating a guy named Reed. Yes. Well, it's so fun. She forgot. Right. About <laughs> <laughs> so clearly she's not that interested. Yes. Um, but Danica and Connor both seem to dislike the guy. Um, and we kind of get the backstory about how Danica actually set Reed and Bryce up because she works with Reed mm-hmm. in her part-time job. Yep. At, like, some... Um, reads like family's company which is like a tech company yeah who created the cell phones which i think is kind of funny that we have cell phones but that's fine <laughs> but it's funny because she's really doing this mm-hmm. to piss off sabine again right and you're like danica what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that was how they met she met uh through danica and reed doesn't seem to be end game for bryce uh, no no <laughs> definitely not we find he has a lot of shortcomings mm-hmm um, and I, I love Connor. Um, he like corners Bryce in the kitchen um, and he's insisting that they go out and that they have both liked each other for a while, um, which yeah. I just love that confidence. Um, but Bryce says no, that she doesn't want to date a veneer. Um, and he says that he's not like her father and he's not referencing Randall. So I'm, we're assuming that her real dad is full veneer. Yep. Um, and basically we get this quick reference that um, her father basically pursued her mother, seduced her, tried to keep her, and went super possessive. So her mother fled before mm-hmm. he realized she was pregnant. So yeah. that's kind of all the info we have on Bryce's like real dad. And so I'm assuming that left some, you know, scarring and yep. trauma for Bryce. So she does not want to be with a veneer. Nope, just just wants a simple human. Um, Lol. I know. But Connor, he seems pretty down that Bryce refuses him. Because I feel like it the way it seems is like he's been working up the courage to like finally like convince her to like go on a date. And he yeah. just like they've obviously been flirting back and forth, but this was like his first time asking, it kind of seems like. And she mm-hmm. shot him down, which I feel bad for him. Too. Um, I like the I like Danica and Bryce's like their kind of goodbyes. Yeah. Uh, she says, light it up, <laughs> bitch. And the response is light it up, asshole. I was like, okay, that's that's love. That is just mm-hmm. warms the heart. I know. It's like a fun, it's something different. Like, I feel like I haven't heard that as a good, yeah. you know, like phrase. Um, And then, oh, so Bryce starts her walk to dinner. Mm-hmm. And there's a couple of like little things that we like learn in, in her like inner monologue. Right. Um, Danica is loaded. Yes. But they live in this shitty apartment because it's all Bryce can afford. Yes. So what a great friend. Yes. Great. But friend. also, I don't know. Let like let danica pay let danica pay yeah like i'm not saying be a mooch like mm-hmm. do some cleaning to make right. up for pay, it pay for the groceries <laughs> like whatever but like why would you not want to live in a bougie apartment exactly um i always liked where it's n- i mean obviously 50 like even splits are fair but yes. i'm like okay why don't you both do like 30 percent of whatever your paychecks are right then it's an even percentage yeah even though someone makes a lot more money and mm-hmm. <laughs> it'll be better. I think the only other like inner monologue thing that I wanted to point out was that angel wings are a no-go. We do oh, not yeah. touch angel wings. Yep. Um, so it kind of like made me think of Akatar with like the Bat Boys and their wings, how you're not supposed to touch Lyrian wings. But I feel like it might be very different. I don't know. They make it sound like maybe it's painful or something because they're like they'll cut your hand off if you touch them yeah or it's maybe it's a like attitude thing like that just shows how much of an attitude angels have that's definitely possible (laughs) um they also one of the things that they mentioned was also first light Mm -hmm. which powers the whole city yes which is what 
um, kind of gets accumulated when veneers go through the drop. Yes. So it's like when they go through drop, the first light is gathered and that is what powers the city. Yeah. So it's just like one other thing that they dropped. Yeah. And I mean, that's, I mean, technically a spoiler because we haven't read that exactly yet, but they kind of, no, she referenced it in Did this. Did she that it was like first light that gets accumulated from the drop? I wasn't sure. If, I thought so. Oh, okay. Well, then it's not spoiler. If not, <laughs> it's, we're, we're not giving it a little away. bit of explanation. Right. Nothing giving away. Yes. So, okay. um, yeah. And that's chapter three. Yeah. Chapter four. Chapter four. Summary. Um, Bryce has a bad date and opts for a girl's night instead. What'd you notice? Um, I love that Bryce breaks up with Reed in the middle of the restaurant. Like that was <laughs> so amazing. I just love that. Um, and yep. there's just like, there's no reason anyone should put up with a guy like that. So nope. I'm also super glad that Bryce and Connor are going to go out. I'm like really liking them. I know. There's so oh. many good things. And it's like, from all of this, we can see like Bryce takes no one's shit. Yes. And I love it. Mm-hmm. We love a strong female lead. We do. Um, so let's see. So she arrives at the um, restaurant mm-hmm. and she's waiting. Yes. Because oh. he's late. Rude. So rude. Like so. just send a text. Like people are late I sometimes. Know. It mm-hmm. happens. Yeah. Send a text. Yes. You have cell phones in this fantasy world. Right. Well, and especially because she mentions that he is always on his phone, like especially at dinner too. In so it should be dates. so easy for you to send a text message, sir. Right. I was like, it's not hard. You're already um, on it, probably. Uh, but while she's waiting, so she ordered like fancy wine to drink while she's waiting. Good for you. Good for her. And then Connor texted her while she's waiting. Um, and he just like he seems so super sweet and genuine. Um He really does. And I'm like, how do you how can you say no to going on a date with this guy? You're terrible, Bryce. Like he clearly is so into you. Say just give it a yes, chance. Say yes, say yes. Ugh. But yeah, 40 minutes later, douchebag arrives. Oh Lord. How, like who I, I can't I can't even imagine waiting 40 minutes for a guy but like I get it because she's like well I can't pay for this wine like <laughs> and in my head I'm like okay here's the game plan we wait till he gets here we stand up leave and bring the bottle with us like that was my game plan I was like as soon as somebody's making me wait 40 minutes and I can't afford the wine I'm just gonna leave like in my head that's what I would do like, oh it's his fault yes make him pay mm-hmm. which like Bryce pretty much does. So I was like, yes, somebody like speaks my language. I love it. Um, we in the interim, I'm not exactly sure how this like all transitioned, but we learn a lot of like history yeah. about what's happening in this world. So we learn about even how they keep time, mm-hmm. like how we say like BC and AD. Yeah. They say HE and VE, which is like human era and veneer era. Um, and like we hear more about like this war, um, all, just all of these different things that are happening in yeah. the greater world that they live in. Well, and also like part in that history lesson, we learned that there was something called the Northern Rift and that's mm-hmm. when like all the veneer crossed over into Midgard. Yes. So I'm like, where did they come from? Yes. I, I'm so, so curious. Crazy. So like it used to be like just humans and ordinary animals. Yeah. So like is the concept of the book like the world that we like actually live in now and this is like are all of the veneer coming for us (laughs) our dreams of finding the fae in the forest who will take us away i always wanted to live in a fantasy world but like is that like the concept of this book like this is maybe our world turned fantasy world the only problem is humans are always at the bottom of the totem pole which is highly unfortunate for us (laughs) if that's the case you know that is true maybe we should not wish this upon ourselves (laughs) 
Oh, man. Um, and so let's see. So and then we also learn that Bryce, because people are looking at her funny in this restaurant because she's half. Yeah. Right. She's half veneer. So people can tell she's partly human. We know there's this like distaste for humans mm-hmm. as, because they're more of like slaves or like servants or like they filled that role. So they don't understand why someone who's half fae is like sitting in this bougie restaurant. Right. Um, and we learned that she actually had to choose between her two houses, between the house that's her human half and the house that's her fae half. Right. Um, but like she, but she chose her human half. Because she doesn't like the fey half. So it's right. like she's, even though that half fey-ness of her is basically like what gives her more rights and mm-hmm. makes her maybe more, a little bit more like respected, she's still like choosing to side with her human half and her human family. Mm-hmm. So it makes me wonder what's gone on on that fey side that makes her reject it so much. But it is interesting because she does have to classify in the house of sky and breath which is the fey class she has to because that was how she was able to get full citizenship that's right so it's like she had to had to but she rejects it at the same time exactly so yeah there's definitely some history there yeah um so they're at this date rita's just on her phone so or rita's on his phone so Mm -hmm. bryce is also on her phone yep she's texting danica yeah (laughs) um and danica tells her basically to dump that guy go on the date with connor and so Bryce has all of the swirling in her head right. as Reed continues to ignore her. Mm-hmm. And he's, I mean, he basically treats her like a child. He's like blowing off her questions, not answering her. Um, but they are talking a little bit about the war b- between the Asteri and Pangera, or, mm-hmm. or he is. She's yes. kind of, she's trying to like ask questions and he's like blowing her off about it. Yeah. He said something along the lines of like, it's like, what was it? It was like, it was, it's more it's a little more complex than that or something along right. those lines. And you're like, shut up. I know. Just belittling her. <laughs> it's like, no, bro. Just because you have like a high ranking family doesn't really mean. Right. Anything. Um, and, and it's like, wait, he's and he's human. Yeah. He's so totally like, human. Get over yourself. I know. Um, let's see. But we do learn that there is actual slavery going on, um, mm-hmm. mostly in Pangera. But there is some in Crescent City. Um, and it's actually like among the warrior angels of the 33rd, which is the governor's yeah. personal legion. Um, we kind of learned that they're marked with the SPQM tattoo on their wrist, which like obviously makes me think of like Roman times. Yep. Um, even though it's not exactly the same thing. But um, but yeah, there's so I'm like curious as to like why yeah. there are certain slaves for that aren't human. Right. That aren't human. So like what do they do? Bum, bum, bum. I know. Um, and then we also uh, learn a little bit about the different houses. The House of Sky and Breath has apparently the swaggering angels. I like how Bryce like throws in little descriptive words yeah. of all of them. Uh, the lost, the lofty sliffs and the simmering elementals. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like we were saying before, Bryce had to give up her allegiance to the House of Earth and Blood as part of accepting the civitas, which is like what they citizenship, call citizenship. Citizenship. Um, rank that her father had gotten her it had been the price paid for accepting the coveted citizen status yeah and we don't know who her father is no we don't we just know he's fame yep um and so with all of this going on in her head bryce basically i think makes the decision she's gonna dump reed she's not dealing with this she's not dealing with the people staring at her weird anymore Mm -hmm. she's not dealing with his crap yeah she deserves better Mm -hmm. which she, she does she does. And so she basically just tells him bye and like takes the bottle and is like, I'm out of here. Yep. 
I was like, I appreciate you. Like, please, thank you for standing up for like what women should do if a dude is a dick and stands yes. them up for 40 minutes. Seriously. Yes. Well, and not only does she stand up for herself in that regard, mm-hmm. she goes over to the Faye female who was giving her like angry eyes yeah. the whole time she was here and messes with her too. Mm-hmm. Basically, the Faye female has the man there with her. She makes some sla- snide comments, sexy, like snide comments mm-hmm. about sexy time and things like that. Um, leaves that Faye like with her jaw dropped and then walks right out of the restaurant. And I'm like, you go girl. <laughs> love it. Um, and then she calls her friends Fury and Juniper, tells them that she wants them to meet her at the White Raven, which is the club. Um, and it's cool because it like used to be a temple and I just like love repurposed old buildings. So yeah. in my head, I like picture this super legit old temple that's been converted and it just seems so cool. Yeah. Well, and I think it's so funny. So when she calls her girlfriends, they're basically like, oh, so you dumped him? And she's like, why, why does everyone think that? Um, so clearly Danica has been doing some texting in the background and they are clever enough on their own. Mm-hmm. But so it's just Fury and Juniper who are joining her because Danica is still at home with the pack because it's their like night bonding night. Yeah. So um, while she's waiting, she texts Connor <laughs> and says that she's going to go on a date with him. And I'm so excited. Yeah. I just, I turned the page and I saw my, a date. Exclamation <laughs> point. <laughs> um, and then uh, she tells him to tell Danica that she's going to be out at the club with their friends. Um, and she responds, do not have fun without me. I forbid you. Which is such a girlfriend move. Best friends. <laughs> I love these friends. That was almost what I texted you this weekend. No, yes. it's fine. It's fine. Okay. Um, so let's see. So um, Bryce, oh, oh my gosh, wait. So she also, in her texting of Connor, mm-hmm. it's just, it's cute. They're like not even together. But he says, you won't regret this. I've had a long while to figure out all the ways I'm going to spoil you, all the fun we're going to have. And she responds, stalker. And then he goes, go enjoy yourself. I'll see you in a few days. Message me when you're home safe. No. Connor. I love Connor. I love Connor so we far. Love Connor. Oh. All right. And then Fury joins her. Mm-hmm. And Fury is terrible. I love her so <laughs> much. She like greets Bryce by coming up behind her and putting a knife to her throat. When you're friends with a mercenary. I know. That's what happens apparently and Bryce is like mad and then her response is don't be a walking target which I'm just like <laughs> I mean I appreciate this fury I like this I like She's this trying attitude to keep her friends safe mm-hmm. um but it's just so but it's just it's funny it reminds me a little bit of like the situation with Amarin yeah they don't know what she is and right they don't want to ask yeah either. but I'm like how do you not ask in college like if you guys are all friends in college I feel like that's when it's like acceptable. on one drunk night you're like no right. where are you yeah, because it's like they don't even know. They say they don't even know, like, which house she's in. I'm like, how did this never get asked in all of your drunken nights? And especially your drugged drunken nights. Because, like. You'd think it'd come out. Uh, yeah. She's stoic. So, so stoic. break fury. Yeah, because Bryce is talking about how she basically spends all the money that she has on um, Light Singer. Right? That's what it's I, called. I think so. I think that's what it's called. Um, and. Fury's talking about like another drug that's out on the market called synth and she's like don't ever do it like stay away from it and Bryce is like okay I'm willingly accepting that like if Fury tells me to stay away I'm staying away I'm like well how bad is that drug seriously Um, but like how nice is it to have a friend like Fury yes really (laughs) um and then I think it pretty much ends with them like going inside to do drugs and party (laughs) which is like the best girls night yeah really (laughs) (laughs) and that's how we end so 
a happy, fun night is ahead. Yeah. For them, hopefully. Mm-hmm. I think so. Um. So what'd you guys think? Yeah, that was episode one. So like, I know it was a little bit not rougher, but like it definitely took a little bit more to get through. I think in chapters yes. one and two with the world building, the people building, it's very much there's a lot more happening. Mm-hmm. Um, so we get that. But like, honestly, I think here on out, it, there's not as much like I think once you get the basics, it's an yeah. enjoyable story. A lot of this stuff is like reoccurring. So right. it's like we'll get it. Yeah. If you have questions, though, shoot us a message. Yeah. Let us know. We'll do our best. And we're not <laughs> pretending we're geniuses. No. but Like we've at least read this a few times. So if you're mm-hmm. confused, hopefully we can like help get some answers for you yeah so anywho that was chapters one through four next week we're doing chapters five through seven mm-hmm. um wrapping up part one and it's about to get wild yes so see you next week bye goodbye thank you so much for listening to a court of fairies and fangirls a sarah j mass fan podcast please rate review and subscribe and let us know what you think Check out our Patreon for more ways to support and connect with us for as low as $1 a month. You can also find us on Instagram at at fairies and fangirls. Jump in on the conversation and we look forward to chatting with you more next week. Bye. Bye.